Uh, just a brief background, we've had our guest before on studio once as a commentator on um, matters of economy after the Ditomboweni uh, budget uh, speech. We're still going to have her again once he's addressing us because we do know that parliament is due to open soon and it cannot open under the, the normal regulations as they've always done. And so they have to make certain adjustments for that. And so we will have her once the budget uh, speech is established, I mean, has happened uh, to come back and reflect on that. But today we're having her in her own personal capacity. Um, her name is uh, the Millicent Mashele, the founder and managing director of the Legacy Center, a community builder and a CA. And she was part last year of the top 30 under 35 uh, accountants that were celebrated. So good morning, Bestie. Morning, my best friend. How are you? I am fantastic. And uh, it is beautiful to hear from you this morning. Yes. And how are you to the listeners? Because we have this great morning that we can really look up to. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure. You know, I was told yesterday, you don't tell people for Happy New Year, but also we must. So I might as well say Happy New Year to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I think it was good that we haven't spoken. Now we speak about money, you know. Uh, January is not the right time to talk about money. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true because January gives us five, five years in one month, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, this morning, I just wanted us to touch on the finances. On Tuesdays, of course, it's always Choose Wise Tuesdays, and it's about making the right choices. And we cannot run away from the fact that money is one of those big things that contributes to how we make decisions. How would you say, let's just unpack our attitude firstly as people towards money. What is the general, your thoughts and opinion on people's attitude towards money generally? So our attitude towards money is that of scarcity, if I were to call it, mm. because we're raised to believe that there is uh, no money, because obviously from where we come from, I remember when I asked money from my mother, she would say, I don't have money. So we continue with that because that's who we are. Mm. So we need to be very aware and conscious when we're talking about money, when we're thinking about money. As much as there might not be money now, but otherwise, let your mind be open to know that there is money as we speak in circulation. That is circulating throughout the world. It's changing hands, it's changing banks. That money you have it here on it. But until you can comprehend it with your mind, you cannot receive it. And if you receive it, you'll receive it instead. So we need to move our attitude from scarcity to abundance. Mm. But obviously, in the midst of the situations and the, and the environment we live in, Mm. At the moment, we know the COVID, mm. so it means there is a, a limitation that can come through. So we need to manage that mm. while we manage uh, the, the reality that is happening mm. and manage our mindset. I love that when you're touching on COVID, but before I even go there, because this conversation is about reflecting on finances or the impact of, of, of COVID, you know, to, to finances. But I like what you're saying that even when you don't have money in your hand, it doesn't mean that money is not circulating. So you need to be mindful of the fact that money is forever circulating. Whether it's circulating from you or you are participating or not, it doesn't mean that money is... There is money. And money is a relationship. Mm. We don't have a relationship with money mm. as people. We just use it as we have and as there's a need. And most of us, on when we get paid, it's like money, money, money. And then two days after, we forgot. Mm. So that needs 
to change to have a personal relationship with money. Mm. Let's go there. Let's let's go there because you're just touching on something very interesting. When you're speaking about having a personal relationship with money, what would be the steps that I as a listener can take or need to take to develop that relationship with money? It, it's really knowing how you make money and how you spend money and the relationship of obviously your income comes through your skills, comes through the exchange of time. But do you know how much you can exchange even more? And do you know that they are paying for you and you are the value? I always tell my people around me that you are the money maker. Mm. So that value, to reflect on it and have a relationship and put a price on it. Mm. And once you put the price, you will know that you can earn. You will um, comprehend the fact that you have the right to earn because mm. you are value. And then you now need to go and say, once I spend, I, I end because of my value, what value do I need to attract and spend on for me to get value? Obviously, we have different needs and different values that we need. Mm-hmm. So you actually analyze it from values, and then you also now need to uh, acquaint yourself to the documents that are used in money. Most of us don't even know what's happening in our bank statement. Mm-hmm. Just our bank statement. So you need to reflect every month or every week, present out that bank statement that comes into your email, open it, analyze it, have a spreadsheet, you know the interest they charge you, you know what happened in this month, and if you can develop that because it's accountability as well, you'll be able to have it with your money. Don't act as money is that thing of exchanging, but if you don't know about it, you don't talk about it, you don't talk to it, so, so, so it's really a, a daily reflection. Mm, I love that talk to it because a lot of us talk about money and the lack thereof, but we hardly talk to money itself. We hardly give it an assignment to say, you need to go do this for me. We just go and buy bread without saying to this money, you're going to buy me bread and then you're going to grow. You are going to do this. Let's touch yeah. a little bit on um, uh, the fact that we are living in uh, COVID times and that, of course, has shifted how the world is because we many people especially let's maybe bring it even to the context just of us here in south africa the fact that a lot of people lost jobs and a lot of people had to downgrade and so how do how and we know that i mean downgrading and losing a job and not having income can then affect your sense of self and in at at times so what would you say is the what would you advise as the steps that one can take in dealing with making peace with the season that we're in financially? I think in, in, in real sense, where we need to start is reflecting on what is really happening. So the world is sick. Definitely the sickness comes with a lot of spending. Mm. And if you were to look at it in terms of a family, mm. one of the parents lost their job. Mm. So as South Africa as a country is, re- is receiving its money from taxpayers, so in the sense of it, taxpayers as uh, people, individuals, and taxpayers as businesses, mm-hmm. people are losing jobs. It means South Africa will lose income from taxpayers. Mm-hmm. And jobs and businesses are closing. It means uh, South Africa will lose um, income from businesses. Therefore, there is not much coming in, but there's a lot going because we are spending on vaccine as a country. We're spending on making sure the health system is working and education and all that. So that reflection must now gel down to yourself as a person. I'm going to be affected by this situation that is happening 
at the macro level or at the high level. Mm. What do I need to do in my personal space to manage the situation? Then you start from there, you know that your income might be affected. If you still have income, reflect on how you now need to start spending with wisdom so that you don't, you save. I know most of us just buy, buy, buy. Now it's time to really reflect on what you buy, to reflect on what you save, to reflect on what your disposable income, the money that is left when all expenses are paid. That money, you need to guard it with your heart, guard it with wisdom, and make sure that you reflect and have an accountability partner. Wow, I love that. The money that is left when your spending is done because we almost think that's the money to squander. You know, we're like, that's the money I'm going to squander because you and I say thing. But I love that. I want us to uh, take a song. Just please hold us, uh, hold on the line. We're going to take a song by the Walls Group saying Satisfied. And when we come back, I want to touch on the fact that uh, do you think this is a good time to look into investments like uh, houses and cars? taking into account the fact that we are in COVID times and jobs are not really secured, especially for those that are working. Even entrepreneurs, business is not flowing in as usual. So I want to touch on that. And then I want to also touch on the fact that it is uh, February, it's a month of love, and love is associated a lot with actions and doing. So how can we make smart choices, <laughs> you know, financially to not try to, so that we cannot lose the relationships that we have, but at the same time, not lose the money that we don't have. So uh, all of that on the other side of this. Here's Satisfied by the Wells Group. Do stay in line, bestie. Okay. So we are back and we're in conversation with uh, Millicent Machele, the founder and managing director of the, C- of the Legacy Center, a community builder, a CA. You know, her titles are a lot, Bazawane. We cannot go into all of them, uh, but you can check out once our podcast system is back up and is set up, you will be able to check out the interview that we did with her. Bestie, are you back? Yes, I am back. All right. So we were still speaking about investments and uh, taking into account that we are reflecting on the financial impacts of COVID-19. So looking at that and all the impacts, I do know that some people have been investing in property and uh, in um, vehicles, you know, this year, taking long term contracts in a time of COVID. What are your opinions, your views around that topic? Really, the opinion about this topic is that attaching them to anybody's goals and really long-term in real sense of it, because this is a commitment that you make that can be part of your life for the next 20 years, especially because we know in South Africa we we buy through uh, the the debt and and all that. Mm. So when you get into deciding whether you need to invest or not in the season, you need to decide on can you manage the, 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 the consequences that come to the investment. Is it an investment that will yield income? Is it an investment that will take money from you? And is it an investment that you can hold on to it a bit? Because obviously we live in a situation where we are in crisis. So during crisis mode, sometimes we make decisions because we're scared or because we feel it's going to help us. So when you make such a decision, always make sure that it is not crisis mode. It is something that you have um, a wisdom around it and mm-hmm. you can see the impact. 
Yes, we can say there are houses that are cheaper now because people are selling. If you have a um, long-term vision of saying, I'm, I want to go to property, and I know that that um, area will yield income, go for it because it's going to yield income for you even in during crisis. But if you are not sure, you are not even an investor at the moment, you don't even understand what property market, you are making that decision because that house is cheap. So that's a crisis mode. So always question the intention and question your financial goals. Ooh. And most of mm. when we make financial goals, we make them in our head. Mm. So I want people to make their financial goals in a spreadsheet or in somewhere you wrote. So write the implications and, and see the implications happen. Don't just make them on feelings. That house is cheap. It's mm. big, man. You know, or oh, that car I need. So, 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 so move from the head and truth. There's something you can touch and see and get an accountability partner. In our community, we are not taught to speak to a doctor in finance. I always call myself Dr. Wadimali. Speak to someone who understands finance. Most of us don't understand the impact of having a financial coach or a financial advisor because it's not something that we know about. That's why businesses invest in uh, skills like mine because mm. they know they need that skill. It's a specialized skill. Mm. So if you know someone who can help you with finance, get that person. Even if you have to pay them a fee, obviously it depends on where you are. But mm. in real sense, cultivate a culture of accountability with mm. someone. I always say when you don't have a financial advisor or someone you talk to about money and who knows, it's like a family that doesn't have a family dog. So, mm. so it's that situation, yeah. Oh, I love that, Doctor Watimali. And Evan Baba Nyingi, the finances Java are straight. You know, <laughs> it's everybody's COVID yeah. exactly. So as much as health, we can see the physical impact of it. Mm. It is the same impact with the economic system. Yeah, we need uh, that financial vaccine. I see, <laughs> and be vaccinated yeah. from that. <laughs> All right, so let's just touch into the lighter side of matters. This is a new year, and uh, it's just a new month. It's a month of love, and love is normally associated with spending because people say, one runs, I go out, shabelet in town, restaurant, you know, and as even the president has been aware that uh, the president is going to be date month right now. So they've made the curfew to end later so that people can go out and do the dates and stuff. But um, what are the things that we need to really take into consideration looking at that on its own, you know, so that we spend wiser? So it's really going back to our budget mm. and really seeing, like I said earlier on, that you need to say, what is value to me? Mm. How do I create value? So the creation of value and the value meaning to you will help you have a good budget. So we're in that budget because now you can see you can be able to slaughter in a relationship and slaughter in love because that's a value. But in the same sense, it mustn't be more than what you can create. Remember, you created value by any means. So you can't really go now and overspend because now you, you, you associate the, the, the love and the relationship to, to so much of value. So we need to understand that when we make financial decisions that are attached to our emotions, because so, mm. <laughs> we make emotional decisions and emotional decisions can be um, driven from any source, internally and all that. 
So as much as the emotional decision is a love decision, let it be a reality check. Let it be something that you can see. Let it be something that is reflecting of how you feel as much as how things are at the moment with your finances. And I think we can communicate value and love to our partners in different forms. Sometimes it doesn't have to be money, but you can spend time. You can, um, you know what, I always think people can uh, go and fetch flowers somewhere, you know. Mm. So it's just a value. So see how you can create it. It can be financial, but it can be non-financial. I love that. I love that. And I like what you said when you're speaking about uh, the difference between finding the balance between what you feel and how things are. Because I think that's where many of us get it lost. You feel that I need to do this thing, but how, what is the reality of the time? And does it align with your feelings and what adjustments we need to make in that area? So um, wrapping up this conversation, I would ask for you to give us the three tips that you think they are going to be key in winning financially uh, in 2021 you need to know your where your money is coming from and where it's going so you need to take your bank statement open it have a relationship on it know exactly sometimes we feel like the interest is so small i don't really need to know know exactly where and how spend your money with wisdom spend it with the people you love it's about time we, we ask how are you and we mean a how are you that entails even finances because we need to be a generation that help each other mm. and when we give we must give according to what we have in reality check in that sense mm. and and always have someone you can talk to about your money and we don't make a decision alone that is mostly financial yeah mm. so that's three years yeah, I love that. <laughs> no, no, your money. Yeah, have someone. Money. Have someone and, re- and reflect on your finances. Mm, those are beautiful tips. Thank you so much. Where can people get you on socials? Because uh, they need to inbox you. In fact, I think I need to inbox <laughs> you. But I want to say, like, you know, you know what, bestie, I, let's check this I'll thing. Let's break it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so how do people reach you um, for advice, for conversations, for accountability and uh, private uh, financial help, you know? You can uh, have me on Facebook as Millicent Machele and LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And then um, they can also go to the Legacy Center website. They can just uh, check for the Legacy Center or CO.ZA mm-hmm. or send an email to our office at info at the Legacy Center Info at the Legacy Center Thank you so much for making time for me every time I reach out. And uh, I love the videos and the conversations you are having online via the Legacy Center and the work that you're doing. You are a black woman, black sister that is making great strides in the industry and in your field. And your boldness is very inspirational. Thank you so much, Bestie. Thank you so much, Bestie, and all the besties that are listening. Thank you. We shall touch base soon. Hard. Uh, Mr. Titombowini addresses us. Then we will come yes. back and break down that speech. We need to reflect on the impact. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. You too. Cheers.